episode 124 of those millennials podcast today i am your humble grateful extremely thankful host k the classic i'm here with my nearest and dearest my boys and friends in real life uh, i was gonna start with the person who hasn't been on the pod for two weeks but he decided to do a stupid ritual again and walk the fuck away so i'm going to start with our guests the people's favorite guest clips what's going on brother how you feeling how you doing how's your pockets how's your mental health hey man you know it's always a pleasure to be on with y'all uh i'm doing well can't complain. Work's about to get crazy starting next week because all the students about to get ready to come back to campus. But other than that, mentally, pretty, pretty solid. Definitely like an eight for sure. Um, pockets is good, you know. Uh, the world's gonna find this out anyways. I'm about to become an uncle, so that's gonna be interesting. No. So that, that that's yes. hey, nice. Yeah, another that, everything is good, man. Everything is good. Thank you, appreciate it. Jesse, who's, uh, who did his stupid ritual of walking away when the pod started. Jesse, how you doing? Welcome back to the pod, man. How you doing, my brother? I got to let the people know I'm here by not being here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, got I, it. See, you know what I mean? That's you, that's how you do it. You know, people say that we hey, can you too edit? much to the YouTube audience because it's like the audio, the, like the people who listen via pod, uh, like on Apple and Spotify don't get the experience of you walking away. It, it does nothing for them. But they hear you talking it's, about it. <laughs> <laughs> and his intro should be hit him up if you can edit that in. <laughs> and I wanted to save the best for last from live and direct from Miami, Florida. Looking like Pablo Escobar, darker little cousin. Jarrell, what's going on, brother? How you doing? How you feeling? What's the Gucci How's your man? Pockets? I'm, over here. I'm over here on the passion. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, we they ain't sponsoring us. Hold on now. Oh yeah, hold on. We need that sponsorship. Just just turn the bottle I'm just, around. I'm just way. supporting black businesses. If we all need a sponsor, if you're black and you're a business, send it, send me your product and it'll get on the show. Bro, know? I wanted it'll to ask you, uh I wanted to ask you, um they can know, also still sponsor us. When we're done recording, man, I want you to go in the, on the streets of Miami and ask how's how does the people of Miami feel about Jimmy Butler's extensions on his head it's how, how do they feel about the Jimmy Butler extensions is it because like when you know last season when they saw him he was real like Marlon Wayne's Wayne's brother thing going on now he's like Damian Marley no so he had braids by the end of last season he had the little Cheryl Swoop braids <laughs> yeah, yeah he did. now 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 he if you who's the name uh uh what's the name from eight mile Makai Pfeiffer character <laughs> he got Pfeiffer from eight mile <laughs> Yo, <laughs> for sure. Uh man. So, uh, first and foremost, please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. Please. Oh, I, I had the stat, but I'm not gonna worry about it now. YouTube is doing as best it's ever done. Shout out to everybody that's checked this out on YouTube. The YouTube numbers is up, 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 up in the way. Um, shout out to space. Oh, space is in here too. Awesome. I had to check a video to make sure it was ours. I seen 133. I said, this, hey! this is our video. <laughs> Hey, I don't give a fuck. I'm I, transparent. I mean, we trying to be we trying to be humble, but I, if you want to bring up numbers in, 20, in the last 28 days, we have over like 300 views. But you know, shh, humble, humble, brash. 300, shit. Humble, humble. Yeah. Here we go. 
I guess I should watch and make it like 301. <laughs> I, I, I see it when I skip over it. It's okay to it's okay to watch your own stuff. Yeah, Don't let nobody stop you from doing that's that. That's the only way. That's the only way you're gonna get better. Um so uh to start off with some somber news, um it is fitting that our episode today is 124 because uh of course it was Mama Day this week. Uh yeah, yeah, I know it was 824, but the number 24 for Mama Day um was just last week, and obviously it's been the third year of his passing, and I know uh everybody here is Kobe fans. Uh we love we love Kobe and, and it's it's weird, it's it's kind of cool, but it's also weird that like it's literally two days now because it's his birthday and then Mama Day like like follows afterwards. So it's like literally a stretch of two days of of posts and people talking about it. But I think it's and cool. and, and the craziness of the fact that um not to make it even darker but the fact that Vanessa settled for 16 million yeah with the, yeah, with the, yeah. With the, yeah yeah and 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 the, the, and the um the guy uh who, who her husband heard his daughter died I can't think of his name he settled for 15 million and but you know just just all just everything of surrounding this man I just so we're always talking about the jury awards Vanessa Bryant 16 million over the uh, the plane crash taking uh photos that was taken by the media um so, uh, by, the police, by the police, by the police and firemen. Don't say media, the media. My bad. Is police and firemen. So, uh, yeah, man. Like I said, somber moment. If y'all want to say any quick words, obviously, you know, we 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 uh, we're all Kobe fans. We're we're gonna transition, talk about some Lakers shit in in a little bit. But yeah, nobody. No, man. I mean, I think it's 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 wild just to you know know that he would have been forty four and just everything that he was really about to do post his basketball journey his like life journey was gonna be immaculate because it's just him and that's just how he he does things and uh I think we all super fortunate to really be able to look at uh, his work ethic and his drive to to really put that into what we kind of do right like all of us who play basketball we uh, understand the mama mentality like that even translate now into your workspace that it, it translates in probably relationships with people that you have. So it's like he he transcended a lot of different things for many avenues that we didn't really see possible until like he he had to show us. And so I think celebrating him two days in a row. Hell, yeah. If Columbus bitch ass can be on the calendar, Kobe can be on the calendar. Absolutely. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. One hundred percent percent. Um, and also some summer news real quick. I haven't done anniversaries in a long time. But I'm going to do some quick ones. So, so also, uh, it's been, if my number math is correct, 23 years since the passing of Aaliyah today. Um, so, you know, more somber news, obviously, Aaliyah's one of my, and then we're, actually, I'm going to bring up Aaliyah when we talk to one of our topics too. Um, and then okay. in good news, uh, uh, it's also been 25 years since one of the greatest shooting games of all time, Golden uh, First Person Shooters, Golden Nine Double O Seven. So this is why I wear this shirt, uh, and I wanted to play. I like that. I like that. <laughs> got to pay homage to one of the greatest games of all time. All right, so we're gonna talk about Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly becoming a Laker, and how Laker fans feel about that. Uh, we're also gonna talk about Puff, talk about hip hop. I mean, sorry, R and B is dead. And also talk about the potential versus that's not a versus between him and JD. But first, we're going to start with the not list. Um, it's, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. My not list is not that 
great like it's been in the past couple weeks, but you know, I still have my not list of shit that we are not talking about. For those who don't know, for the last couple weeks, I've been creating, I, I curated not a list of stuff that people suggest or that I just see on the internet and I say that we're not talking about this on the internet. All right, so. Fair enough. Number one on the not list. We are not talking anything about House of Dragons. Even though I watched it, I thought it was solid, whatever. We're not talking about House of Dragons on this pod, unless one of you guys, I don't think any of you guys watch it like that. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh you want to pop back out? Nigga, what? You're not, not talking, talking about, about House of, the, the hottest show on television right now, House of Dragons? Mule in, <laughs> We're not talking about House of Dragons. Uh, we're not oh, talking about off Wait a minute. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Just a, just a disrespect to be like, I don't think any of y'all watch it like that. We all watch oh, Game of Thrones. We all watch I, I, I posted a Targaryen bloodline. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. He spoke for me. He knew I don't. That's why, yeah, I, say, I probably spoke for clips. You know, thank you. Appreciate you, Kev. Jesse, <laughs> what it is, is he don't watch it like that. No, I watch Thrones. Who you talking about? I watch Thrones. I definitely that being that. said, I did not watch the first episode. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jess. Get the fuck out of here. Um, all right, number two on the not list. We're not talking about Offset taking quality control to court. You know, Why love not? and light to those brothers. Love and light to those brothers. You know, we now get no more Migos album. You're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> coach about the, the coach about that could be in a completely uproar, and you're not gonna talk about it. I'm on a different podcast, bro. I'm on a different podcast. Oh my god! All right, the um, biggest group is the Beatles, and we're not gonna talk about it. Uh, we're not I'm talking so about I this. Happened, this just happened today. We're not talking about Drake's like back ponytail. We're not even gonna even touch that. On what? The we're, we're not talking about Drake hairstyles on the spot. We're I've been at work all day. I didn't even know he had a, a nice little slick yeah. back. He now he's he, he's like the new Lil Fizz or what? Uh yeah, some some similar to that. Yeah, yeah. He got a what's the dude's name? Bev? Uh, nah, I can't even remember. Uh, I'm not. Even, I can't even remember their name. Oh um, man, that's great. This one I saw earlier this week. I actually have to pull this up, so give me a quick second. Um, we're not talking about this streamer named Kamika, who was having sex during her stream, live streaming, accepting donations from chat, answering questions, and having sex. Now, if you're gonna have sex during a Twitch stream, you should make sure there is not a reflection in your camera. And I'll leave it at that. I didn't even watch it, but who is she? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's fucked up. They banned her already, so, you know, but I'm sure you can find her stuff on the I'm trying. I'm trying to check. Okay, wait, it. so, wait. The camera wasn't on her having sex? She, I don't want to make this look really strange. So the camera was like this. I'm going to demonstrate for the camera. She was like this. Answering chat. Ah. Uh. Making faces. Oh, uh, yeah. it's pretty much porn then at that point. <laughs> but she, but they but knew she was doing where, that. Where, but where my shoes were, you could see somebody behind her doing stuff. And people watching knew she was doing that. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm just. I, I'm saying she did the stream in in the sense of like, hey, I'm about to do this with uh, you know, and accept donations and all that while I'm doing it. <laughs> No, uh-uh. that's oh. crazy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it was one of those. All right. So, so she should have just, list. she but, should just get an OnlyFans and not, I, not have I a Twitch. She, I, I, that's why I was like, why didn't you do that? Um, yeah, you would have got all of that. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. 
All right, so man, I don't know if you guys want to start with the Lakers news or the Kevin Durant news. Uh, KD. Okay, I'm gonna read again now. Then. All right, so this week, early this week, Steve Nash, Joe Sy, Sean Marks met up with Kevin Durant, Rich Kleiman in Los Angeles on Monday. Decided to move forward with their partnership with the Nets. Um. I, I kind of got a lot to say about this, but I kind of want you guys to start because I kind of want you guys to kind of open this up. So, like, obviously, for this whole past two months, Kevin Durant put out the the request to be traded. Um, he didn't mention anything about it on Twitter, even though he was active on Twitter. And obviously, every team made calls to the Nets. And the entire time, uh, Kevin Durant was quiet. He didn't drop a podcast explaining himself, which I I will definitely admit this. I think after this news, I I definitely expect the podcast to happen this week or next week. No, I'm sorry. Well, this week is basically over. In the next two weeks, Kevin Earl will drop a podcast talking about it 110%. Um, But talking about his moves, uh, then on Twitter, he's going clapping back at people on Twitter who were saying Kevin Durant needs to explain himself. He suggested that he didn't need to explain himself, but he didn't even not confirm that he asked for a trade request. Then the Celtics got involved. And then there was a rumor that he might retire if he don't get traded. But then he shut that one down for some. He was like, "Which I'm not retiring. Like, whoever y'all hearing that from, I'm not retiring. So the whole news cycle has been about Kevin Durant. And now he literally has to take his medicine and go back to the Nets. Um, Clips, I'm going to start with you. What do you feel about this whole two months of Kevin Durant requesting a trade? And how do you feel about a super, like a superstar being told no for the first time? You know, it's crazy is I was going to reference you saying that this is, you're marking this date down in history that this would be the first time a superstar <laughs> would ever be told no. Um, Thank you. The, the, the first month, like I understood why he would want to have a trade just if you look at what happened with that team over time just how uh Harden's exit was um you know not having accessibility to to Kyrie because of his vaccination status um mentally what that's trying to do to him because he's he wants to win and I think um you know injuries everything that kind of plagued that team from really taking the East like everyone projected and then him falling short. I think really ultimately when you get to the really root of it, Kevin is, he is blame placing a lot rather than just going out and annihilating everyone. Like the, the team is not a bad team. Um, I don't think that Steve Nash, uh, knew what he was getting himself into with having two diva superstars, but I don't think that he fell short of trying to coach them. It's the mindset. Like I think Kev is used to, he's used to like a, uh, a Scotty Brooks who kind of coaches him and lets him get away with stuff. Then when he went over to Kerr, Kerr was like, Hey, I, you, I know when I need you to do this, but I'm still coaching you. You can't get away with it. Nash hold on, hasn't hold on, hold on. Uh, been, he hasn't been assertive with him yet. But, 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 but did you just say Steve Nash? Uh, 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 he, he what? 
Here we go. <laughs> he needs to be more assertive with coaching Kevin Durant. He's a terrible fucking coach, Clips. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you, the nigga's a certified ball roller, and I'm not going to let you get away with saying anything other than that. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Hey. Hey. Look, he, he did better Kevin than... Kevin Durant signed off on, though. Yeah. That Kevin, Kyrie, you know, all of them who they work together for the, the organization. They're a family, you know. But again, I think, um, I think with Kevin... He, he needs to just own that he was really the problem rather than everybody else was. And not, not to say that he was problematic for his on play, but everything that he did off the court is still problematic. Just like Kyrie's situation was problematic. How James Harden left was problematic. Like they had a lot of, they had a lot of problems um, within their locker room that they didn't really care to address. They just like, Oh, we don't want to talk about that. You can, and then, you know, the media deflection, like all of that stuff, I don't think was necessary uh, for their goal to be achieved. But again, that that's where I'm going to leave it. I, that's kind of how I felt. I think Katie really should um, go into this season knowing that he was told no. And with him being told no, he needs to respond by letting his game do more talking. And and he has to work with these people. Uh, go ahead, Is Kevin Durant's complaints justified about the team? Uh, uh, Rail, you're muted. For the longest, I've been killing Kevin Durant for everything he did, but I'm, I'm oh, not going to anymore. Here I'm not going go. to anymore because, because, you know, there's a lot of things that he allowed to happen, happen which was, you know, they, they clearly run things by him. But I don't think he this whole James Harden situation, him asking out, that wasn't his fault. That wasn't Kyrie's fault. He was clearly is, he was clearly uh, uh, blindsided by that because that's literally during the the um, All Star draft. He didn't he didn't want to pick James Harden. He was clearly blindsided by that. And then you pick him with somebody who doesn't even. Are we sure Ben Simmons like basketball? Like if I'm Kevin Durant and there's only one of me who can only move culture like LeBron does, like a like a if if. Giannis got moved or Jokic or Luka. There's not many players that you can put on any team in the NBA and become a championship contender. If I'm Kevin Durant, why Ben Simmons? I don't want to play with him. Like, and if the point and the point is everybody you get me people I want to play with, I don't want to play with Ben Simmons. I'm not saying he's right in this move. The move is it's it, it it's eerily similar to when Kobe asked for the trade, and we said, and I personally said, you can add Kevin the thoughts for this. When 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 Kobe asked for a trade, I said, trade his ass. Trade his I ass. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Because it's that. about the it's about the Lakers. The name, I'm a it's Brooklyn about the name Lakers, on the front, not the name on the back. Why would I want Kevin Durant back in my uniform? Why, why would I want him back? Like, yeah, he's special, but I'd rather have Jalen Brown, who's gonna have one of take pride in being a net and maybe actually give you moments down the line. That's the thing is, I think Joe to side, he's, he's caught up in this image of winning the championship that he's never going to get because he just bought this fucking team, but they're never going to get there. But I'm curious to hear everybody, everybody else think Jesse, uh, Jess, uh, balls in your court, bro. What you think about, uh, Kevin Wayne Durant, uh, being told no, I don't care. <laughs> That's not a take, Jesse, and you can't go with it. All right. Um, well, first and foremost, I kind of feel like was he really told no, or was he told we don't have a good enough offer right now? 
So no, he, he was told do you, no. Do you do you believe that? Because I don't. I don't. Mm. Y'all really think they it had a good? Like they didn't have. It's like wait, what? In. What was the offer? Tell me the offer was, that was I like heard, they they were ready to take. I heard from somebody that 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 the Boston Jalen Brown deal was legit. No, 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 that was nah. legit. That was legit. The way Jalen, tw- but they, Jaylen I'm talking about an offer that they. That's a I'm legit, talking about Jesse. Jesse, that's a legit offer. What are you talking about? You say that as a legit offer for you. I'm talking about for that team. They okay, wanted well, picks. They wanted all okay. these things. Okay. They wanted so a Jesse, lot. So I'm Jesse, trying to tell Jesse, you right Jesse, now. So Jesse, they're Jesse, saying, can I can I play one thing? If you're GM, if you're Sean Marks right now, and I call you and I say, hey, you don't want Kevin Durant. I can give you Jalen Brown, X, Y, and you, and you pick it. And any other player other than Smart and Tatum, you're not taking that deal. Once again, Look, no, you're not. You're not. You, the reason why is what is he what is he consistently showing you when in doubt he will leave you're not why are you gonna you're going to get rid of your like the, the players that make your team good lo, the longevity of your your team I don't think so because you're talking about trading away like three guys for him in a first round pick I don't know I don't think I don't think that's a smart idea to do so, that's just me so I so I think this is what happened. So we, we can, t- I mean, we're going to take it all back. So I've been saying for the longest, I think Kevin Durant is going to be traded. And I honestly think he's still going to get traded. I just think I do that too. That's my thing. It's just, supposed, I just I don't think, think he can get traded. Right. I think right oh. now, that's what I'm trying to say. What I'm legitimately, what I'm okay. I'll elaborate you. before you go. Oh. Kev. All right. I'll elaborate. You, he put out that he wants to be traded pretty much killing any leverage the team had. The team sat with him and basically told him, we don't have leverage. We don't have anything. So we, what we need to do right now is take a step back. You come into the season with us. It doesn't help that you have four years left on your contract. It doesn't help that you basically are saying, I want out at all costs. So every team is not coming with, their, with the top-notch offer. They're not coming with a deal like... If they're sitting there saying Gobert is the is the standard, right? All these picks and everything. First and foremost, every team is like, we're not going to do that dumb shit. And we're not going to do that stupid shit. And it's like one of those things, he has four years. How do we know he won't ask for another trade by the end Can of I, the season? Let me, like, let me ask one question. What I'm trying to say is do, like, do, 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 if there's no Gobert trade, do you think the trade happens? See, that's what yeah. I was going to get at. That's what I was going to get at. That's what that's what. Yes, I, I do think I, so. I think I honestly feel like that the Gobert deal poisoned the well for the Kevin. Poisoned the well. Like that one. And then even even Drew Holiday's, like the Drew Holiday deal poisoned it. Like a lot it was of, like. Literally, all I was all I was reading and all I was listening to were, were people saying that if Rudy Gobert, who we all admit is a good player, one of the best big men in the game, defensive minded, but is flawed, is a flawed big man. If he's worth five picks, what is Kevin Durant worth? Right? If but he's worth. My own- my only but, rebuttal to that is what is the value of a pick in the NBA? It ain't like the NFL. No, it does not five, mean draft space. Yeah, like 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 out of those five picks that they get, yeah, one may hit. 
One. Rel, no, I, I'm, Rel, I'm with you. Rel, I'm with you. You, I, know, Rel, you know how I feel about you know how I feel about picks. You know how you know how I hate that they sit there they sit there and brag about a guy getting picks. But we I'm just telling you. We think, think like you keep telling me, teams like you giving like me, that. you giving me an offer. You t- uh, like teams are sitting there, like what has been the biggest talk of all this all shit makes the agents the look great. Like that's why yeah, Vogue the- and Shams fucking like, you know how long it takes them to fucking. I think I talked about this on the pod. It we get the little snippets of their little posts talking about what they do, and I post them all the time on Instagram from Twitter. But what I was told that it takes them like. An agent, a PR dude, the player—they all sit down and pr- and literally pick how they want this paragraph to be worded because the portrayal they wanted. There's a certain way they wanted to be portrayed. They wanted to make all sides look good. They want the agent to look good. They want the player to look good. Shams gets you know scratch on the back. There, they're all scratching each other's back basically. So when that happens, <laughs> agents aren't you know it's like all they want to hear is they got seven picks like you know like when 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 you hear about players deals and stuff they they say hey this player is gonna make 200 something million dollars they don't tell you that a lot of that shit is incentive it's really you know 125 (laughs) he has to hit all these check marks to get i got a question oh real i got a question for you what could honestly have been said that Kevin Durant was like, fine, you said no, I'm coming back. When two weeks ago, he just he just reiterated when it, that he put it out there that, that they retire. chose, oh, not even the retirement, that he chose the coach and the GM over him, and he still wants that trade. How, yeah, yeah. how did two weeks later... He's been saying no the whole time. That's why I said that's two weeks I, later. And it that's changes. why I feel like and that's why I feel like it's a defeat. That that's why I, that's that's why I feel that's like the I, defeat. The defeat is I learning. I can't just get a trade. I that's the defeat. Not that he got no. Not that he got a no. Who said that? That he got a no right now. That Indiana is the reason why this trade this trade isn't going through. That Indiana is pretty much like what they did with the Aiden deal. Before time was needed, when you still had Miles Turner on the roster, they just gave a poison pill to fuck this whole offseason. From what I was told, like this is somebody who just painted the picture to me. He's like, hey, I'm not gonna say what I he's like, but I will say that 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 somebody that, that Indiana fucked the whole offseason pretty much. This is what he's like. Like Indiana, they they did have no, they had no intentions to sign DeAndre Aiden. And Indiana I said will be brought up beginning. again very soon. And I said from the beginning that Kevin Durant wants to go to. You want to play with Devin Booker. I said from the beginning you want to play with Devin Booker. Yeah, I agree with that. But, but uh, you've been so- a tough. Yeah, but I'm looking. I'm looking at it from one thing. Let me add this one thing. I, if I'm in, if I'm the Nets, I would have loved to have Bridges, Cam, a ton of picks with Ben Simmons. I'm not Agreed. winning the championship. But they're but they're not offering that. That's the at thing about point, it. At one point, at one point they, they offer, they but did. they've been. But it kept being talks that they're taking Bridges. And they, they asked for bridges, they asked for picks, then they asked for another player. They said, nope. You're telling me you're getting Kevin Durant, and you're sitting there saying no to something where it's like... 34-year-old Kevin Durant. And you're sitting there saying no. Would you rather have have just players that just want to be in a Brooklyn Nets uniform? That's what I'm trying to say. It's the Nets. The Nets are making... The Nets are not sitting there just taking an offer. 
That's what we need. Yeah, that's what you got to understand. It's like, they're not just taking an offer. He really did, like, Like, he called Kevin Durant's bluff. He called his bluff, and he won. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, the blood. Josiah, take your victory, but you just take your victory. Your franchise. You but the thing is, <laughs> but there's, but not necessarily. And I'm it's gonna tell you right necessary. now. And I'm gonna tell you Jesse, right now Jesse, too. And you have let me no get this picks. off real quick. I'm but tell you right I don't. Now. I still think KD is still on the table. I still think he's still. I, I agree with that too. I still think if this right season's now, not going well, they're gonna trade him. If you guys don't think that all these owners are clapping. And applauding Joe Sy for what the fuck just happened right now. I don't I don't know yes. because some owners maybe some all, owners may want to get their hand chance for the one for the one the grab fact at that, the end. The fact that Joe Sy, because they were watching this, everybody was watching this because it's never like you know, Jimmy Butler, like all the players that requested a trade, all the superstar players that have requested a trade, like they have all got their trade. They were all able to get out in some way. Anthony Davis, you know, he pouted his way out. Obviously, we know the story of James Harden. We know what Jimmy Butler did. All the superstar players that asked for the be traded, they eventually got out. This was the first time that a player that had four years was like, trade me. And everybody stopped because it's like, it's a player of Kevin Durant's caliber. This actually might happen. The fact that Joe Sy stood up again, said Kevin Durant, and I know you don't you shake your head, but this is what this is how they feel that they feel like they won. I'm telling you right now, they were there. There's there's 20, there's there's 30, or I don't know how many you want to say numbers uh, wise. Like you said, every all these uh, all these um, owners of the team, some of them act different, but a lot of there's a lot of owners that happened last this early this week that were happy to you. Not sure. many scenarios ever come across owner's plate where a motherfucker with four years empty yeah. and table. So the stupidity yeah, of, Kev- of, what of Kevin, Kevin Durant's Durant, caliber. Durant, of Kevin Durant's caliber, yeah. not even. But that represents Kevin- something, though, Rail. It you have to understand that is a request, not a guarantee. None, yeah. Like that, and so everybody is operating on the well. If they ask for a trade. They're going to be guaranteed to trade. trade. Yeah, if you're a star, and that's player, not that's not true. So that's, that's the true. first time it's really been shut down. It's where hey, that's down. a request. And the player, that's and the a request. Common error, exactly. That's that's and that and that's and, basically and, what. And I you saying. sign the contract, so you know you're going to be yeah, here next season. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a small it's a small W for the owners, and I'm sure they're happy about it. And I'm sure this will be brought up during the next CBA that happens at the end of the season. Um, of course, but I I don't I don't want to deny the fact that you know. I think the conversation between owners and players should happen that way where they, Hey, I hear you. But again, we, if we can't move you, you still got to show up. If we don't like the and deal, yeah. however long it takes is however long it takes. But for Kevin Durant, again, I think people, people are more so highlighting it this way because this is not his first time leaving. Had it been his first time leaving, then I can understand why, Oh, yeah, that's a guarantee. Get his ass up out of there. But he has not been in a situation where, you know, oh, this is first time. He, OKC, Warriors. Now he wanted to leave from Brooklyn. What's stopping him from any trip that he goes on to want to leave? I, I think that that's was what's also hard a for him. I thought that was also a factor, too, because I I, I feel like, you know, Scotty Barnes probably wasn't on the table, but I feel like the Raptors were really sniffing around the Kevin Durant thing, but they were just like, what if he decides to leave us, too? um here's but here's here's my thing i think we are 
putting a lot into like, which is, it's like, it's equally KD's fault as much as like, you know, if KD had one year left, the Nets are trading KD. They're trading. It's a wrap. That was yeah, the, yeah. If he so has two this years is, left. That, that's the, my, my thing is, it's like, that's why it's like one of those things we're saying, like, we talk about like most players can't, or this is the first time a player said no. This is the first time where the no was easier to it was an easy no like it it was not like maybe they had, no is not the right he word. didn't it, have it's basically not no right now. he didn't have leverage it's not right now yeah he it, that and he didn't have leverage he didn't have any leverage the oh i'll retire and then turns around and jumps on twitter and said i never said that that was your one like leverage point and you didn't use it he can and still I don't do the injured he, thing that what you, i don't you know I, has been t- he can still do the injured thing uh you think kd's uh, not gonna play, you, you think know. kd's not gonna play basketball i don't know i don't know i i think kd I will go bad. out there kd kd did not want to play for those warriors that last year he played he still went out there and oh, yeah. title. Because I and, read that book about Mark Oh, the J. last Spears. year, uh, the Raptor year. The he Raptor. did. That he, Mark J. Spears book is, is incredible. That's what he I'm did saying. not why want. Why would you that. want? Why would you want that Kevin Durant in your in your facility? But but he's a competitor. That was the one thing that KD KD cannot help but want to play. You know what I'm saying? Because if KD didn't want to play, he tried to do the injury thing with the the Warriors. He tried to do all that, and then some people got in his hair like, "Yo, if you come back I, and be a hero." I, I, nobody can talk shit like. All right, one last point. Then we got to let me get let me get this off real quick. I would just say this. I feel like that at the end of the day, if if the Nets were really about like that hard line, you would just say like you're not going to win championship with Kevin Durant. Like this team, that you you just basically you trade him. You just. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, you just trade them. I rather have guys in my building who want to be there because people forget he almost toxic. He almost was toxic enough to ruin Golden State. He was almost toxic enough to ruin that. They were gonna let Draymond go. Like that. That that is truth. Like they were gonna let Draymond go. They suspended. They suspended him when they didn't have to suspend him. If KD wanted to stay, they would have let Draymond go. They would have traded him away. But my thing is. Here's my thing about it, and this will be my last point on it, is we look at all these things and we're saying the biggest issue is, like, at the end of the day, we we can all agree that Joe Sly does not like this team. He doesn't like this whole situation with uh, KD and Kyrie. He doesn't like the situation with them. He doesn't like that it came out how much power they have. It came out that... Yo, Kyrie openly trolled the entire NBA, but especially his team, and then got embarrassed in the playoffs. Not even win, uh, winning what? Uh, getting yeah. swept. Getting swept by the Celtics. And, nice. and it's like, that pissed him off. And there's nothing more than these, these billionaires that get embarrassed going to these meetings and being like, look at the dumb shit that you did. Yes. Yes, owners are clapping for him. You said no, but they all know the situation of you. You had all the power in this. You can't say no, but you still look stupid because you still got this team. And it's still one of those things where the crazy part about it is they look like a good team on paper right on now. Paper. And the thing is, the, the thing is, said, we all know it's going to something's I going to happen. I know when 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 they when the, when they do the when the, when the betting odds come out for the futures on their games, whatever it is, 
I'm going under. And Joe Side doesn't. I, he he may want. Going under. He if may still want KD. If it's above 45 wins, I'm going under and I'm betting. He I'm may like still want KD, but he definitely doesn't want Kyrie. He definitely doesn't want Kyrie. But he's stuck with both of them, and he knows that. And that's the thing about it. So we can say this is a win for somebody, but at the end of the day, they're all losing. All right. So real quick, I want to don't forget to remind you guys that don't forget to subscribe right uh, uh, on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, wherever you're listening or watching this pod. Uh, All right. So transition from one dysfunctional team to another. The Los Angeles purple and gold Lakers have just acquired literally a heel for the longest time <laughs> of a lot of fan bases to be honest with you not a lot of fan bases like this uh fan bases like this player which is normally a good or bad thing but i think uh real you're muted again um which is yeah, normally we don't know if we want to play basketball now we want to <laughs> fight you at the court <laughs> So obviously I'm talking about Patrick Bever being traded to the Los Angeles Lakers for uh the Lakers crown drool, Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Oh no. <laughs> um Real, it seems like you got a lot of stuff to say about this, and then I'm gonna let Clips get his shit off. Real, how do you feel about this trade? And how quick are Laker fans gonna spin this to turn into Patrick Beverly fans when we all know nobody was there is no such thing as you know what like it's been hard like processing this you know this trade over the last 48 hours thinking to myself like who do I have to talk to with you know you being a Blazer fan Jesse being a Clipper fan um (laughs) I'm I I, I just been processing how Uh, I told you I've been a lifelong Laker fan for five years bro no you haven't me and your me and your daddy me and your me and your pops (laughs) Laker fans me you know we're Laker fans our lives you just came along when the championship started running um five years me and your father me and your father well, first off, let me just one thing. This whole we should have kept Alex Caruso for a four-year nine thirty. First off, Alex Caruso is making nine million dollars a year, and he's never shot better than thirty-three percent from the field from three. I don't give a fuck about Alex Caruso. I don't want to hear about. All right, Alex thanks for throwing Caruso. one stat. One stat. No, one stat. Exactly. Thank you. That's I Thank love you. those arguments. That, that was. I that love was, that argument. That was, that was so. Stat. That was so Skip Bayless of Jarrell right now. First off, Alex Cruz is in the contract for another three more years at nine at nine million dollars a year, and I'm not paying him that. I'm gonna get I'm gonna ultimately we had Taylor Horton Tucker coming off. We're not gonna do this, man. You keep doing this thing. Alex Caruso didn't even get an offer that was like respectable for the Lakers. You're not even you're not even addressing that. You're just (laughs) like what he played for us. That was your offer. (laughs) You play for the Beatles. Oh, this this is the Beatles. This is the Beatles of basketball. Oh, Second off, uh, so overall, I'm happy with I'm happy with the trade overall. You know, like take trade Horton Tucker. You know, he came he came here. He got with Clutch, and, he, and then I found out he's not really part of Clutch. I found out he's like on the, some other wing of Clutch, so he's not even really family. It's <laughs> just like he's in the far left just, wing. Yeah, what does that even really fucking clutch. mean? <laughs> Jesse, explain that to me. Yeah, what does so that even mean? So, so he's not even really fast. I'm okay with him being traded away now that he's traded <laughs> away. That's all that's made. You that's know, all it means. the one that hurt that I will say this, and I'm gonna take some time for this one is just Stan, man. Why Stan are you happy? What do you mean? 
Can I he actually, he was actually he playing well. He was actually playing well. That surprised me. The light is on me. I might have to leave right now. All right, you're gonna stick up for Stanley Johnson. So let me finish. Stan, that's who I want to give my flowers to today. Is Stan? We appreciate what you did for La La Land. We appreciate you did when the when the shit was down last year. We hope you. We hope that you that you have a great career in Utah. But Stanley Johnson. Thank you for what you did for the Lakers. Be be a Laker. I'm be real. I'm, I'm be real. Give, I, telling, trade Horton Tucker, give that ring back to LeBron before you leave. I honestly felt like I don't know why the Lakers couldn't make Taylor Horton Tucker and Winnie and Gabriel work. But you want to give up yeah. Winnie and Gabriel? He was yes. much better than for you. No, we're not giving up Winnie. We're not giving up Gabriel. <laughs> You're speaking about Winnie and Gabriel like he's gonna play. No, he he should play next year. <laughs> Rel loves he loves playing these when young guys. Rel, that love Ron. Watch Rel no love, fucking Rel, part of Rel. Rel love Rel. Uh, Rel love Kenyon. Mar- Remember the year Kenyon uh, Kendall Marshall was a Laker. Rel was a big Kenyon Kendall Marshall fan. Um, all right, man. Uh, Clips. Uh, how do you feel about Patrick Bear being a Laker man wearing the purple and gold, bro? Okay, I will say this. Um, the thing about Patrick Beverly that goes very much so unnoticed is the fact that he just wants to win. Right. So I think that for him to, he, he, no, he, he wants to win. No, I agree. So I don't think Jarrell shaking his head so happily oh, okay. right now. Like, yeah. yeah. So he, he, by nature, he's going to fulfill whatever role is bestowed upon him. He's going to try to be a locker room guy. He's going to try to be one of those guys where he's lighting a fire. Um, I don't see him ever backing down to anybody on his team because that's just not how he's built. I think that by design, him wanting to win helps because they finally got somebody whose mindset is, I want to win. Fuck everything else. That's what I'm here for. And I only say that to say – Look at that that little weak ass run that the Timberwolves went on, and they was in the fucking crowd celebrating like they won the fucking whole thing. But that's his mindset. One game, game for him is the championship. You know, do you he, he's playing what that. Pat Bev gonna do with the Lakers center crowd in the playoffs? Like <laughs> playoffs? Yeah, that's that that situation would be crazy. The now, same, the same I, thing he did with the Clippers <laughs> crowd. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, that that would have been a. Is it going to be a nice push to Chris Paul again? But um, yeah. one thing I will say is, what are the Lakers thinking about for the psyche of their team? They know now you just brought a guy in who already doesn't. Russ, Russ is getting traded one hundred ten million percent. It's over. Oh yeah, that if that wasn't evident, then yes. But how are they going to make Yoban that happen? Bruja right now, like a couple hours ago, that like it's yeah. Oh yeah, they have they got to do that the immediately. Indiana deal, like, the Indiana deal was basically done. I already know. Uh, Buddy Hill and Miles Turner's on their way over. It's happening. Yeah. So again, if something doesn't happen and the coaches are on this fuck the player shit, then maybe the rush trade doesn't happen. They want to see what happens to the demise of the Lakers and see how oil and water don't mix over there. Um, I love my boy Russ. That's my guy. But I I don't think he should play alongside Pat Bev because 
We're gonna Literally see. We're gonna see like them for years. Oh yeah, for but years. we're gonna see them. Them teams where you could tell they playing together, but they don't like each other. And then when something happens, like the biggest thing about the game is, oh, these two players got into it. I, I need I need teamwork to make the dream work, and I don't yeah. think they're gonna they're gonna put that. They're not pushing that shit aside. Ain't no way. Not, ain't no. I am, not to shit. cut you off. Clips. This is almost fifty. Not to it, cut you that, off. That's the end of my point. Almost, this is almost fifty versus but shit. It, it, it is crazy. Yes. That yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like it is crazy that yeah. these two dudes, the intensity, the fire, the 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 fucking tenacity, the the will to win that they both have, and you would think They'd be it's buddies. like yo, <laughs> they are gonna be unstoppable. But them niggas will not get the fuck along because Pat Bev. We'll see Russ miss a layup and oh, get on his fucking head. He will get like it. That's the problem. Like Pat Bev has no like. But I will say this: Pat, Pat Bev, Bev be is, tricky, y'all, man. No, but Pat Bev is a team player. He is a guy that is like no, for sure, for sure. He is he is a team player. So LeBron said, "I can't." You know, LeBron did his whole tweet of, "Yo, I can't wait to see y'all his kiss see of death. His kiss yeah. of death. So, so it's wait. literally the kiss can't of death." Wait. To say, oh, y'all, he's going to ball out and all this stuff. Obviously, LeBron's like still trying to look like LeBron loves doing this thing where he likes to still look he, like the good he guy. He look like he's still supporting us. Yeah, he's still the hey, good he's guy. Really, he's really things. not supporting but, us. But the thing is, it's like, but Pat Bev, I, even though I'm pretty sure he knew with the understanding if he gets traded to the Lakers, uh, Russ is out. But Pat Bev was like, yeah, like, are we gonna make sure? So I think if that if Russell were to stay with the Lakers, I do think Pat Bev would get in line and try to like probably more encourage Russ, probably pump him up, probably be like, "You are that nigga," because he he does have he does do that. But no, they just gotta fight first, and then and then yeah, the winner that's what gets I was the relationship. They they gotta do I, it in spring. They got- in, in no in 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 training camp. They got to get it out. They got to fight. You got to put those two on each other. To I am almost willing to bet. I am almost willing to bet. No, I'm saying bring the boxing gloves. Let I am get it willing off. to bet that these two men, Russell will be gone by training camp. Oh, well, no, we know this. I'm just saying if it were to happen, <laughs> I actually don't think it would be as bad as we think it is. Now, if they're losing, fuck yeah, it would be that bad. But if they're yeah. like, you know... You know, they, they they're going to be a lot of, oh, no, it was his fault. Yeah, exactly. The media, the media tricking um, you. You know how Pat Bev is. The media tricking you. Yeah. That's if, they, if they maintaining, if they win it, then Pat Bev does bring that energy. That being said, I'm no Pat Beverly fan. I'm not a guy that's going to try to sit here. <laughs> you said all that Pat just Beverly. to say you're no Pat Bev fan. <laughs> I, I, look, as a, a human that's- being, as a human being, as a person that always looks at both sides, I can always say a person's positives and a negatives. And at the end of the day, I'm not really a fan of the person. I don't really like the person. I, I Because of their negatives, because of what I see them do, I, I don't lean towards it. It ain't going to change now that he's a Laker. I know what he will bring to the team and what it will be helpful. And so I respect that and I um, am going to support that. But it doesn't mean I'm gonna like the dude. Fuck nah, fuck okay, it. so I, I right. can agree. All right, yeah, so, exactly. No. 
I'm already Especially in my never head. fucking old. If you told me this like seven years ago, I'd be like, yeah, bring him on. Like, we need somebody like that. But at I least, just, uh, you know. So the skeptic 37? in me, I know Pat Bev is going to play better with the Lakers jersey on, but the skeptic in me uh, is also thinking this is the second time he's been dumped uh, for on the team. Um, so you got to keep that in mind. I don't think he's washed. I think he, I, I think he, I do think he's going to be able to play. Pat Bev, I mean, he's is, a defensive player uh, though. He's yeah, a he'll be fine. Machine, like, with, like we want to talk about hacks. He is a hacking machine. He plays defense, but let me get this off real quick because Rail's already doing the stupid shake his head thing. Um, I'm already operating with my brain that Buddy Hield in in Miles Turner Lakers. This is how I'm operating already in my head. So. If you have a and team, there's a there's been all this talk that Schroeder is they are reaching out to Schroeder. So the Lakers that, that, that's stupid. That, that, that's that's, 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 that's what I want. That, I'm that's why that. I'm like, oh, you don't want this Schroeder. Okay. That's no, this is how I know. Real, real, real. The Lakers have a new point guard on their team. Have you heard of Kendrick Nunn before? Never heard of him. <laughs> um, I was like, sure. can. He didn't get he didn't get traded to the Utah Jazz too. <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, Wait, you tell so me is a, Dennis still trying to petition to be a starter? No, get the fuck out of here. So if you I mean, if a, that's how I know Russ is gone. Like they're they're reaching out to Schroeder. You know what if I'm you're if you're if the Lakers have a starting five lineup of Patrick Beverly, Austin Reeves, Buddy Hill, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, I think you got something. I think you got something. Damn, Pat's coming to be a starter. I don't see why not. I I, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> He's coming here to win. Oh, God. <laughs> He's not coming here to worry about. And that's and honestly, if you want He's and if you want to play big, if you want to play big, I don't think this. I don't think this will probably work because this will be literally not enough shooting, in my opinion. If you you can also do, Pat. Um, you can do Pat Buddy at the two, which I don't think that'll work. Braun, AD, Turner. What are you talking about? Everybody shoots over thirty-five percent over three point on that court. Everybody on that court. I'm not over. taking any stats from last Austin. season. We're talking about Curry. Oh my god! Okay, Rel, three point shooter. Austin, 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 shooter. Rel, Rel, please, Anthony Davis. Hey, Rel, what did Austin? What did Anthony Davis shoot from three last season? Like twenty-nine percent. Okay. Rail, can we can we let go of this three point percentage, please? Like, <laughs> what? Was what's the best three point shooter on the Lakers? And he was. At didn't, didn't we have who was that? Uh, uh Ellington. Wait, wait, Ellington. We yeah, had, the guy that you said who's gonna play a whole lot. Yeah, you kept telling remember, us about that guy. He said Wayne yeah, was gonna play exactly. a whole lot for the Lakers. I remember and he's gonna be hitting threes. He's gonna be you know catch and shoot. That, um, that nigga well, caught and well, shot well, him. Well, a check. Anyway, what I was basically Wait, saying hey, is the question in the chat is a good one though. What is it? I didn't see it. No, that's my that's my answer to that question. No, I don't think the Lakers can win a championship with Pat as the main point guard. No, 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 no. Bron is your point guard. I, I, no. I think they can I think no, they can. No. He's no, not really no, a point no, guard. Going, LeBron's the point guard. He's just there to guard too, point guards. You're going too far with that one. No, no, he's no, no. Literally, no. I mean I, there's one person LeBron is the point guard. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron there's one is, person. Pat is literally there to guard point guards. There's one John person Morant, that, even though John Moran cooked him, um, he's there. No, to hold guard. on. Facts. 
<laughs> There's one person I know that I will never see in the NBA Finals, and that's Patrick Beverly. That's why he Stop was it. so happy. That's why he was so happy that he made the playoffs I will that say one this. time. The team he that knows he said, ain't going to ever be there. He knows that himself. The team I just said, the Buddy Hill, uh, if the Buddy Hill, Miles Turner trade happens, the Lakers could be a five seed. There's only four teams in my mind that can be better than that. Five? Yeah. Oh, my. Well, they gotta work hard. They real, gotta go back. Real, real. Where, where, where are they gonna be at if they make the trade? Tell me. Where are they at? After the buddy trade, what's the buddy trades going down? I'm thinking top four. So they're better than Phoenix. Well, what's what's the difference between four and five? Like no, 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 we haven't even mentioned the bench. No, no. We don't even know if the Lakers have a real They're bench. not better than the Warriors, right? Are they better no. than the Grizzlies? Uh, yes. Oh, God. I'm not, I'm not talking to this dude anymore. Um, they're better than the Nuggets. Who's the Nuggets, too? I I will say yes. Than, if they're better than the better than, they're better than the Nuggets. Yeah. I think they're better right, than the Nuggets, right, for right. sure. The team that – no, wait, hold on. Kev, are we talking about with Murray the and – Murray's coming back. And 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 MPJ. Damn, he been gone for like three years. Let's go. Uh, I don't know. Better than Nuggets. The Nuggets. I will, okay. No, go I also. I will. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I will say, by the end of the season, the Nuggets will be better. But at the beginning of the season, I put the Lakers with the edge because the Nuggets. They, those players got to. They need time to weave in and get back to NBA ball. I think. I think there's four clear standouts that's better than the Lakers, and everything else you can question. By the end of the season, I would say Nuggets will be better. Yeah, the Warriors are better. And are you are you saying off like total team, like bench players, everything? The entire team. They're gonna have they they they've been together longer. They're gonna and the Nuggets. They're gonna have have a better record. I just don't trust. I just don't trust the Suns. The Suns are gonna have a better record. I think the Nuggets are gonna have a better record. And I also think I'm missing the team. I think the Grizzlies are gonna have a back. Any other team, you okay. can kind of talk to me. I think the Pel- I think the Lakers are on the same le- uh, level as the Pelicans. We Pelicans are gonna be like. so good. The Pelicans, Pelicans are gonna be, are gonna be, be nice. so good. They're gonna be nice. I think they're, they're gonna I be think nice. On the same, I think they're on the same. I'm the telling Lakers, you, have Vogel not have Vogel not thrown the game last year versus the Pelicans in New Orleans with Braun, we wouldn't even be talking about the fucking birds right now. And we wouldn't even be space, talking about the Pelicans. Space brought up, brought up the Mavs. I think the Mavs are going down. I think the Mavs are going to plummet because the, uh, I think – I mean, as long as they – They're going to expense. They're going to – they're, they're, they're hoping on a big year from Central Dimwitty, and I just don't think he's going to play that well. Like as long as they got Luka, they got a fighter's chance. No, they're going to be good. They're going to be in there. If we're just – if we're just talking about oh, standings, Woods. yeah, they do got Christian Woods. If we're, if we're just talking about standings, yeah, they may be that six or seven. Sneaky. But Christian Woods, the double double machine. No, I'm, I'm saying just talking if, about that playoff run. Who's gonna who like who's that's gonna what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. Like that's because what I'm saying. I don't, when I, the Mavs, when yeah. the Mavs, if the Mavs in the playoffs, yeah, I give them a fighting chance. Nobody, yeah, if they're a seven, they've that seen, boy, Luca. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to see that Mavs. And it's going to be, and it's going to be in a, in shape, Luca coming into the season. Yeah, yeah, because he's not, right he, not him playing right into shape. So we, it may be different. All right. So we we're going on to music. Uh, sports, uh, NBA went on kind of long, but we're going to go on to the, the, what, 
two topics about Sean, Diddy, Puff Daddy Combs. We're going to start with him. Oh, you forgot Love. You forgot Love. Oh, Love. You know, his new name, Love. Name of his uh, new record label, Love. Um, Diddy claims that R&B is dead. Um, before you guys go, I'm going to just go, go and quickly say that I'm basically with him. I, I agree. I think R&B is dead. Um <sighs> Jesse, do you agree? Do you agree with D? I have a question. I, I, I have a genuine question. Because I do think there's a lot of good R&B artists out right now. Sure. What do we say is dead? Are we saying it as like one of the more popular forms of or genres of music? Are we saying as a whole, it doesn't touch people? It doesn't It doesn't have the effect that it once had? What yes, do, that that what? one right there it doesn't have the mm-hmm. same effect as what go ahead go ahead Clips. you i know you want to say something oh no i was going to say that diddy did answer that and he did say that he's talking about how r&b doesn't make people feel a certain way and he's also saying that people like singing is not happening anymore that part like and that you, you know if you, you go right listen there. to a brandy record brandy still delivers she does their vocal stacking oh. she's still hitting all them harmonies she really so, like getting you those riffs like people yeah. don't do that anymore no okay. that's what he's saying now even, even the i will say don't do that anymore no we we talked about we none of them hit that uh that that long note no more that uh oh yeah for sure the, you know we noticed i here's my thing there's I think, not even bridges anymore no bridges, no more, none of that. I, here's what I would say. Um, as a um, as it once was, yes, it, that that as the form it, it once was, yeah, it is dead. Um, that, there's no arguments. Of, you can't argue against that because it's totally changed. Now, that being said, are there R&B artists I do like and I think that are great? Yeah. Um, you know, I love, you know, anybody that knows me knows I love Ari Lennox. Um, so, um it sucks. Uh, I do believe a lot of them want to be that rapper slash, you know, singer because, but I, here's what I would say. For those that are saying it's dead, how did you contribute to its death? Like, did he, you kind of contributed to its death. Like you, you, you're, you're kind of ding, part ding, of the ding, reason ding, why ding, it's ding, dead. Ding, 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 ding. Like, you, you, you did the because thing he, where because when he invented the remix, well, I know not no, just no, that. No, 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 no. This is way after that. Like you contracts. Gave this if you want to, do want to go deep? Contracts. I don't even. I don't even like. You stop looking for talent. You st- you were looking for who would be somebody you can create into a star who can be like a. Everybody's you remember that white a, group you put together? Uh, yeah, what was the name of that band? He gave us day twenty six. He gave us. No, you know, not, no, dream. No, dream. he's talking about dream. Dream. He gave us all these. Uh, you know what I mean? He stopped what looking. Danny Kane. Danny Kane. I know that off the top of my head. Yeah, hey, you stopped no giving us. to unlock. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Name yeah. a great R and B group. Diddy didn't help. He loves me. He loves. No, me. I'm not. I'm, I'm Melvin in the blue notes. I'm saying what it. Diddy was looking. Started looking for stars instead of talent. You know what I'm saying? Like he started looking for what would be the star pill. Let's all right. Everybody's gonna say I'm being disrespectful. I don't give a fuck. We'll talk about as simple as this. This is not a Diddy artist, but a person that became a megastar 
and is minimally not great at anything is okay at everything j-lo j-lo's okay at everything uh out of here she's not even okay in r&b does she sing r&b okay no all right all right i i'm no y'all yeah 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 i'm using it as i'm using her as an just as an example let me get to my point no no i'm not talking about her singing or anything i i said she's not great at everything i said she's she's okay at everything is what i'm trying to say and that goes for what i'm trying to say is she's mid at everything is what you mean i'm trying to say it in the nicest way possible look all right um when I make the point I'm trying to make, this is the point I'm trying to make. She had a great PR team. She had the look. She had the thing that they could market, all that stuff. Diddy started doing that with his artists. He started looking. You look at Daddy D.K. There were some singers in there that should even have been a part of the group. You know, it's one of those things where it's just like he was looking for, oh, this person has that look. This person can do this. He was looking for way more than the actual ability to sing to make good music and be a like uh, well, be a okay, star so, through that vehicle. Okay. So he was trying. He was in the star making vehicle versus the now. With that being said, all the well, artists could, that have yeah, well, came I want to talk from, about what you just talked about real quick because that's part oh, yeah, of it go, too. Yeah. Go so ahead. that goes along with it though. For like back, so obviously when we were younger, and, and obviously God rest her soul. Aaliyah was the total package. She could sing. She had the songs. She had the look. And it was natural. Whatever. And she had the look. She had the persona. People wanted to know about Aaliyah. Yeah. What I was what I would say is I agree with all those those things, but all these artists. Yeah, all these artists. When we keep bring you're bringing up all these artists that it's like they have it all starts with the singing first, though. It all starts with they, yeah. these guys. These people were background singers. These people were coming up with people. These people learned how to create. Versus now, you know, I mean, it's the music to make a great song has changed. A lot of you know, Neo has said this on Drink Champs and the little clip I saw, where you know, even today, artists are making music to be to, to appeal to TikTok and make a TikTok song versus the rest of the whole song, do these things. Now, that being said, I'm going all all over the place. I know I am. I'm going all over the place. But to me, I'm just like, all those things contribute. Plus, the artists are not, you know, they're not that great. They don't. They're not as talented. They don't, yeah, they don't. They don't go through all those things. Yeah. Some of these artists are using auto-tune. I'm gonna start saying. I'm gonna just name some names. I know y'all want to talk, but like, so, uh, Lucky Day, right? I think Lucky Day is an awesome artist, but is he interesting enough to where people care about his persona and what he does away from the music? Right? Is he interesting enough like that? I think he's a great artist. Um, and I'm a, I'm going against my argument right now because so I I agree that I said hip hop. I mean, I'm sorry, R and B is dead. But that new Tank album that came out last week is fucking awesome. I love that album. The Neo album that just dropped two weeks prior, I've been playing that nonstop along with the fucking um. I and Space is talking about the Brent Fires one. I still haven't listened to that one. Um, oh, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> um, Giveon, 
Giveon's album was really hard as well too. Like, so like there's you have to find it, right? Like there's you have to go out and act and, and when it was when it was brought to you and and when we were coming up, when it was I also think there, content like, plays a big role in there. I think con- what you're seeing. Well I, here's the funny thing. Here's the thing that happened. Drake started rapping his feelings, and then all these rappers are like, RP I can do this has evolved too. Like, there's different yeah. genres. Yes, but wait. And genres. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But wait. So. What I'm going to say is how, how you're talking about it is the same way that we talk about like hip hop and rap, right? Where we talk about there's all of the sub genres that exist. I think right now R&B is going through a huge sub genre that we're trying to identify what that looks and feels like for R&B, right? Because we're so used to the essence of it being so neo solely, right? Where that's what you're trying to hear. And then you talk about the oldies, the old jams of the Luther Vandrosses, right? And how how they did things. Now the all of these new kids, again, it's it's now coming from like the R&B but hip hop branch of how people are trying to deliver, but what I will say is you've always had to seek out what real good R&B is what real good hip hop is. And yes, content for sure plays a huge factor. The engine behind you plays a huge factor. But I digress because when you're talking about R&B like that's why I mean it, you don't go back and listen to I don't know like you you're not going back and listening to some of these new people's album religiously the same way you would go back and listen to an confessions right confession still is top tier and spoken about when today. that's when that's it, all you I'm had to listen to that's all you had to listen yeah. to one album sure. not, when you have all yeah. go ahead so I'm sorry. It, i think it's we're talking about no i think it's we're really talking about r&b is dead because there's no replay value that's true that's what i, I think you know what this is the reason this is my i'm gonna say this like overall, because I've been feeling like I grew up on R&B. I, I grew up reverse. R&B was first for me, then hip hop came second. And then I learned about how everything was pretty much, you know, recycled through both genres. So uh, uh, R&B for me is the fact that you can't play on the radio. Like you had Neo, who made so sick, telling us he knew he was gonna, his rip was going to be later about a week ago with, 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 with Pitbull. So we, we didn't need that shit. Like, yeah, the crossover tracks work, but nowadays everybody wants a radio hit. But it's the thing, though. That's when Diddy is somebody who always is claiming for the hits, you can't do that with R&B because nowadays, how many times? When last? What's the slowest song you heard that you can remember that that was an R&B song that you could say, "Oh shit, that's that that song is on the radio." I, I everything everything I've heard was from the weekend. You know, like like the weekend is what they they consider R and B. Which I would normally just, say something it, to that, but I just listened pop. to that new. I just listened to that Tank. Yeah. I just listened to that tank, and there's a lot of slow joints on that one, and it's really good. Yeah, I mean, overall, like I said, I just think that the fact that when you're in the car, people want to dance, and nowadays, being that dancing is through TikTok, dancing is through, uh, 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 you know, crazes and phases. You're never gonna get the true R&B anymore. Like you can't just get a cat singing with a microphone 
for thirty. Like, you, like, like nobody wants that. Like, like even, even, even in the grand scheme of a concert, like you don't even want just R and B. I get hell. The closest thing I can even get to somebody doing that now some people, is Gibeon. It's Gibeon. Gibeon to get there or sit up there with a mic, and he sit up there with a mic and for about an hour forty five. With Let's a glass of wine, hour forty five minutes, and, and, blow, and blow your whole <laughs> mind. Yeah, so it just—I don't know. I just think that nowadays the R and B artists nowadays—they want you to pop. They want you down with your hands on your knees. So, well, okay. Could we say that we're specifically talking about the male singers in R and B? Because I, I feel like, like the ladies really still well, hold it down. Well, I would say this. I, I think there's like, a separation for sure. I think it goes without. I think it goes without on. saying. I think it goes without saying that the women are the women are kicking ass as far as I think yeah. that's why I was like I don't insult women. We just that's had SZA yeah. album. We just had Solange. Solange sit at the table. Emergence. We've had Ari Lennox. You can name women. That's why it's so hard for me to say that is dead because I'm like Walker. Summer Walkers. Like, it's hard for me to say it's dead, but at the the traditional style, or the, I wouldn't even say that's traditional, but the style we grew up listening even to, the seven that is album, gone. I know a lot of people didn't listen to, but I thought her album was phenomenal too. But the, I will say that original style, like what we grew up listening to, now that it's gone, it has evolved to what it is today. And, and you know, I just think, yeah, it's going to come down to, like, you know, a lot of male artists want to be rappers. They want to be the singing rappy type. They, I can rap my lyrics and then sing the hook. I can do that. Like, so if... They're not really, especially you know, we everything we said is all contributions to it all, and you yeah. know, the one thing I would say is like when you can go into a booth and you can have a unique sounding voice, not even singing, just your voice just sounds unique, and you just harmonize. And a producer can do so much with that nowadays, where it's just like yeah. yo, you just just say it like this, we do it like this, and 100%. they can you know work their magic around all of that and you know it's going to take real true dedication to it and want to like you know i'm going to listen to mario's new album that he's about to drop you know what i mean i you know i haven't got to the neo but i'm listening to neo i'm a huge neo it's fan hard. it's hard you know i was hyped to watch usher you know what i mean like i know that he extended his to- uh extended his yeah, dates yeah. now i want to go the watch album, it the album's coming um they say that's just working I hope it's good yeah. because he said, they, they, they said they said oh, they said oh, okay. they said they said he's just not just skating. They said yeah yeah okay. he's, he's fooling y'all. I think he just on his role no, plays, no, but he's no, in no, the studio no, too. No, yeah, no. that's Clip, what I'm talking about. He's sliding. Clip said <laughs> Clip said the right Clip right opened word. the door with hey, JD. And this with is a JD. perfect transition because we're gonna talk about JD on this topic right now. So, uh, real quick, we're gonna and then we're gonna get out of here. Um. So real quick, we're gonna get out of here. Um, I got, I gotta go. That's it for me, though. All right, all right, all right, real. Thank you for coming on, bro. All, all right, y'all. So, y'all, y'all be good. Winwood. Have fun, have fun out there. Be safe. Time Miami. Happy birthday, man. Hey, real. Peace up. A town down. <laughs> all right. So, last topic. We're getting out of here. We're not gonna do millennial thoughts uh, this time around. We're gonna just uh, talk about the the hit battle between Puff and JD. That's kind of, sort of been confirmed. Um, they've been kind of going back and forth. I know uh, people were saying that it was going to happen in Atlanta, which would give JD the home uh, home court advantage. Uh, no, Diddy, Diddy said he he said he wanted it to happen in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But then I, I saw a bid uh, uh, two days ago basically saying it's, nothing's confirmed, but you know. It is what it is. Um, Thank so you. If this does happen, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really That's funny. I didn't read it. But anyway, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Um, so let me let me let me state my case real quick. So just like everybody else, uh, obviously we puffs uh, puffs is the goat like i feel like there's tears in the producer realm and puff is here i'm trying to do it so the camera can see puff is here dre is here and then it trickles down to everybody else in my opinion right like it trickles down to everybody else like everybody else that's hard that's very hard statement but yeah let's keep going top of the pyramid uh, uh Pharrell can't whatever. even be like up there no. with them niggas. Pharrell, that's what I'm with you. I'm, uh, he's that's up there, crazy. I, I think, I, I don't, uh, I think because of the time difference, I think Puff is, I think Puff is the top of the pyramid. I think, no, 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Puff is great as a producer, as an AR, as. Uh, A and R, not A R, but A and R as an executive producer. I I think he's great. He's amazing. I do not think he's the top of the pyramid. Okay. We disagree because he there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things he doesn't. He does not do. That's but he puts his hand in a lot of things. So that's what I would say. But go ahead. All All right. So. Well, okay, so you would agree with this that Puff and Jermaine Dupree are technically in different tiers. Would you agree with that? No. This is crazy. So, Ooh, so that Space, was tough Space for me. Agrees with, Space agrees with me. That's so tough for agree, me. Do you agree with me, uh, Clips? You, you don't think they're that in the same tier? That one's tough. I think they're in Fuck. different tiers. That, I, think that, I think that one is tough because I don't think they, that, they equally have produced a lot of the same type of work. Thank you. Thank you. I don't I don't put him a tear above, man. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. Like they are yeah, they're, they are they're definitely they're two different but so I don't think so, uh, what it, okay. Kev, yes. when you talk that, like somebody like me who's very into the producer actually is the person who's playing the instruments and doing the co- composition. I'm a level JD up. Thank you. Thank you. But if you're just talking about the structure and arrangement of songs, yeah. then Diddy's Diddy, going to get that. Diddy got that. Yes. Diddy knows, Diddy knows how to make a hit go. So then it's like you talk about, if, if you want to say somebody is equal to Diddy in that stature of arranging and putting shit together like that, I mean, Kanye's right there. Dre. But then Kanye does the other shit where he could be next to someone like Dre because he plays everything. I don't know. That one's tough. But I will think if you're talking about the pinnacle of 90s music, yeah. man, you can't lead off like JD and Puff is like neck and neck. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I'm surprised by both of you guys' takes on this because I thought this was going to go all the other way. But Bro, I, like, you got to understand. I should know that you guys aren't sheeple. Like, I, I'm like, oh, no. for people to no. think like how sheeple think. And I'm sorry to call people sheeple. But um, that's how the internet took it. Like, literally, the internet took it like that. Yeah, thing. because it's. While, while I'm saying, while I feel about this way about Puff and I say he's the top of the pinnacle, after going through JD's discog, this. It's Yo, a lot closer than any people bro, thought. Like it's a lot closer. It's way this is, closer. This is this will be my only rebuttal for if they do a hit for hit situation and it's in Atlanta, and I will put money on this. JD's first song is going to be "Welcome to Atlanta," 110 million percent as it should be. I don't know if he's going to do the remix or the original, but I prefer him to do the remix. Um, no, he can do the remix. Wait, so then JD can wait, do his verse. That's why I was like, I think they do Welcome to the Ladder at the end. Because then it's that, oh, we have a joint song together. That's so true. it's like, yeah. Yeah, but, but even though yeah, okay. even though okay, Welcome maybe, to Atlanta would make way more sense. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe do the original and then at the end they'll do the remix. Uh, um ooh. Okay, so my only my only again. JD, obviously, he's not going to listen to this, and he's not going to listen to I this. will say this. I will say this. Diddy's hits, like his his number ones are way bigger than Jermaine Dupree's number That's ones. I, and I was gonna, I'll I give was gonna, that. I will I give you gonna, that. Yes. I, I was going to get to that as well, too. But it's like, um, you know, you can't just say because of that, this, I want, he's the I want way Jermaine, better than... I, want, I hope this you know, crosses Dick, to get to Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree. Dupree somehow. In this hit for hit battle, I don't know how many songs you guys going to do. You guys got your catalogs or just the biggest that's ever going to happen in these kind of situations for for a hit for him. Before you go though, Diddy kind of gets to cheat though. You we can't we admit that. Like no, Diddy kind of gets to cheat. That's why I said that's and I think that's why a lot of people say that it's it's like hey. when Diddy when Diddy was first brought up to this, he was like you can your arms aren't long enough to reach God, right? Cuz he said if I breathe on the track, I made it and it's kind of like that means he could pull a song from any fucking world. <laughs> like <laughs> And why, why Jermaine Dupree started trying to play by rules like, yo, I, I produced it. I made, I created this whole goddamn song. I even wrote the damn song. Diddy's like, yo, I stepped in and told him, use this sample and rolled out. <laughs> like, but, but, but now you're talking about niggas writing songs. JD's songwriting is fucking crazy. It, it, JD's songwriting is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I, go ahead, I, Kev. I, I, I'm sorry. So back to what I was saying, I'm going to give my little two cents of advice for JD for him to have a puncher's chance. You guys, we, I think we're all in agreement here that JD has more than a puncher's chance for a hit for a battle. I think JD actually, it it always depends on the songs you decide to play. I'm going off what the internet said. If you guys were in these comments, they were acting like Jermaine Dupree was hit boy out here. No disrespect to hit boy, but the longevity wasn't there. That's what they was acting like. That's what they was acting like though. That's no, they're they they're very disrespectful to Jermaine Dupri, and it's, they was it's being sad. mad disrespectful to Jermaine Dupri. So, my only rebuttal for him is: do not, for any circumstance, play any crisscross songs. <laughs> do not do that in this fucking battle. Your catalog is way too deep for that. I don't care how far you want to go back to the beginning of your discog. Do not play in if if we hear jump jump, you lose, nigga. You lose. Yeah. No, if I can agree with that. If I yeah, if I can hear agree warm, too. If we hear warm it up, Chris, <laughs> I'm about and to. And only one Chris is alive. Lose. Yeah, you lose, nigga. You lose. 
Also, nobody wants to hear bounce with me. You can play Bow Wow, Let Me Hold You, maybe towards the end. Like if y'all doing 30, maybe 28, you can play that song. But don't play that anywhere near. Don't. Man, that's your you shit though, Kev. That's you your song. You're going against Diddy. Diddy's going to be playing all about the fucking Benjamins. It's just like a I don't know. Wait, wait, hold on. Diddy might get. What are we get, talking about here? But the, Diddy, Diddy might get a little too into his. He like listen to his own songs and he might play that. Uh, Whenever that Diddy boy? plays all about the Benjamins, Jermaine Dupri should just mm. walk off the walk off the stage. Is, is, is Jada Kiss going to clear that? <laughs> he, he might. Whenever, like. Diddy, he has automatic points. Like, More Money, More Problems is like another like top 30 hip-hop song of all time. Like, hit song. Hit song, yes. Hit song. Like, yeah. like there's nothing you can, when all when More Money, More Problems come on, what are you going to do? Nothing. Anything Biggie is um, well. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. Yeah, At least with that one, and just then, with the statue. Yeah, anything Biggie going to hit a lot. See, but here's the problem. Here's the problem, and you know, uh, uh, Poseidon, he yeah. he alluded to this. There are two different producers. Diddy has such a wide ranging of sound. If he, anything he plays Biggie, it's it's gangster. It gets you moving in a certain way. Jermaine Dupri has nothing to match that in that type of like just that style of sound. Say it, just, he's just gonna give him the points. When yeah, he ain't got no killer, on, killer, killer music like that. Yeah. Benjamins come on, it's just like, what do you or maybe mean? he does and we just don't know what it. He may play fresh in my, as I'm, as I'm, as I'm, as I'm in. Yeah, you better nah, never play he, that. If that's, anything, that if you're gonna compete. Loss. You gotta compete. You're, you can't play no, fresh as I'm in against play money Jesse, what is, what is wrong with you? You gotta play money anything. Money um, anything, yeah. Yeah, he's gotta do that. Cause I got Jigga on it and then, you know, he might get Jay-Z to come out and perform that with him. That was that was one of his super bands. And this is my last this is my last thing, and then you guys can go and then we can talk about this and then we can uh we can get out of here. They both worked with Usher, right? They both have hit records with Usher. But it's different, Jermaine. Jermaine got arguably one of the greatest albums yeah, of all time with him. With Jermaine got a, Jermaine got that a lot. Jermaine got but that a lot. There's no there is a song I need a girl out there. That is one of Diddy's biggest songs. No, if Diddy plays "I Need a Girl," it, it's not gonna. No. He's gonna play "I Need a Girl." What are you talking about? Why wouldn't? That's why. That's why I said he's gonna start playing. I need some a girl of his not beating any song. any. Yeah, <laughs> I need a girl is not beating any Usher Jermaine combination. Sorry, yeah, but, uh, there's no way. It's cool. What is it? I understand the whole. Yeah, I need to see Diddy, and get J Lo back, but it yeah. ain't happening. They Diddy, both, don't they don't play, don't play. I don't wanna know <laughs> if she's cheating. Keep it on. Don't play that bullshit. Don't, like don't. They both but, work with Mariah Carey, but it's a J- little J- different. JD songs with Mariah are way better. No, wait, Jermaine. Jermaine has arguably again. This is for me. Wait, Diddy does have always be my. Diddy has a banger. Big is like my favorite song of all time. I think Diddy has a banger. Diddy has a banger with Mariah. Diddy has a banger. He has honey. He has a few bang. He has a few bangers. Yeah, yeah. He has a few bangers with Mariah. Always be my baby is like the perfect. Like if you would describe a perfect song, is that Diddy song? It's always no. It's Jermaine Dupri song. Oh well, of course. That's like but Diddy also wrote the whole Emancipation and Mimi. Like he produced that whole shit. That's what I'm saying. And that's he got that fire. He got that fire. So I'm gonna like, give Diddy honey. 
gonna give him honey. <laughs> I'm gonna give him honey. <laughs> honey remix. Honey remix as well. Honey remix. Right. Fantasy. Who gets fantasy? I don't know who's on fantasy. I don't know who wrote fantasy for. Uh, I don't know if either of them done fantasy. Uh well, if the remix got the brat on it, then I'm gonna give it to JD. <laughs> All right, but y'all can talk, man. That was the stuff I had. That was my little advice for Jermaine Dupree. I think he has more than a puncher's chance. The internet was wild, and I was I was saving this for the pod because I wanted to let people know, like, it's closer than you think. It is. It's a legit. And Puff was trying to big. He was trying to big bro Diddy when they when they brought it up at first when he was asking for uh, for Dre and Dre was like, I'm not with it. Um, and then obviously he just he moved on to to Jermaine. But I think this is a bigger and more even matchup than than people will uh give credit to but obviously when my like they're like when my way come on like i listened to my way today it still sound like it's something like it's still it still do what it did 20 years ago <laughs> yeah it's, it, it make it make tyree's background dance <laughs> right um Y'all, anything to add to this before we we get out of here, man? It's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch. It, it, it will totally oh, be 20s, fun to watch. Twenty's not enough. They need to do 30, 40, in my opinion. I think it's gonna be one of those situations where if you're talking about um, like groups under one of these producers, that just because how Diddy ran his groups and they had a lot of we we rose and we fell like Jermaine Dupree got I think J- jagged edge let's get married wait but diddy got peaches and cream though or is that diddy it was 112 still Jermaine signed Dupree by them got, Jermaine Dupree wait 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 Kev 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 sorry 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 well Kev, Kev did start fucking with Atlanta people after uh yeah. that boy shit yeah, Ooh, that's, that's a, a good question. Peaches and cream is that Diddy? Cap? Uh, I don't remember. I think that is Diddy though. Yeah, that's Diddy. Okay. Jermaine Dupree got "Let's Get Married." That, I mean, like, that only count. That, that only about? count. That only count for one song though. So we're gonna get out of here, man. Clips. Thank you to people's favorite guests. Thank you for returning, man. We appreciate you always coming on, making us smarter, man. Of course. Hey, I appreciate the people. Appreciate the clips. Thank you, Clips. Thank you, Clips. Thank you, Pharrell, for for doing the whole pod from Miami. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, I hope you enjoy your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday, real. Birthday's on Saturday. On Saturday, everybody show them love. Uh, Jesse, thank you for coming back with your bad boy T. Then basically saying that Jermaine Dupree is basically on the same level as Diddy, which is kind of wild to me. But I, you know, you disrespectful to Jermaine Dupree, though. This is my pyramid. Hey, uh, it's Diddy, right there. It's and, a scheme. And, and, and your right, pyramid right is ne- a scheme. Right next to him is Dre. <laughs> right next to him is Dre. You can't. I even. Right I'm even like, Dre. man. There's so many others though, but I. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, wait, no. Uh, you're really being disrespectful to Babyface, so. No, like, again, these are all, these are all legends. See, I shouldn't have made, the, so me saying a pyramid is kind of messed up, but I just yeah, it's like, a pyramid. But it's really like. This is, this is, we're, where'd Quincy go? Where'd Quincy go? <laughs> Don't <laughs> where, where is, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Where did where did Quincy go I'm in back, this? Space, I'm backtracking. I shouldn't have said it in the pyramid, but in my head, exactly. We, right we are the world. We are the children. Yeah. Um, don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. Thank you, uh, and I and I mean this sincerely. Everybody that's been watching us on YouTube, uh, everybody that's been engaging with uh, uh, our Instagram, um, we love you. We appreciate you guys. Uh, the YouTube is literally at all time high, and it, it's actually humbling and blessing to see how it's been growing as far as uh, the YouTube numbers have gone. We've growing so much on there. Um, but yeah, we we need everybody's help to uh, subscribe to the pod. Uh, and if you obviously if you're a if you're a podcast listener, please subscribe as well on those because I know there's people that listen that aren't subscribed. But we appreciate you anyway. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're those millennials and clips. What and, about uh, Teddy Riley? Just look at you. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop it right now, out. sir. <laughs> <laughs>